Welcome to the September 26th, 2022 podcast of Wisdom Today. Hello, my name is Bill Kelly and I'll be your host today. Today we will be going over Proverb 26. But before we begin, let's open in prayer. Father God, I thank you for anyone listening to this podcast today. Lord, I pray that you would give them ears to hear and a heart to receive everything you have in store for them today. Lord, I pray that you would give them wisdom as they listen to this podcast today, and I pray that you would give them favor with both God and man. In Jesus' name, amen. This is Proverb 26, beginning in verse 1. As snow in summer and rain in harvest, so honor is not fitting for a fool. Like a flitting sparrow, like a flying swallow, so a curse without cause shall not alight. A whip for the horse, a bridle for the donkey, and a rod for the fool's back. Do not answer a fool according to his folly, lest you also be like him. Answer a fool according to his folly, lest he be wise in his own eyes. He who sends a message by the hand of a fool cuts off his own feet and drinks violence. Like the legs of the lame that hang limp is a proverb in the mouth of fools. Like one who binds a stone in a sling is he who gives honor to a fool. Like a thorn that goes into the hand of a drunkard is a proverb in the mouth of fools. The great God who formed everything gives the fool his hire and the transgressor his wages. As a dog returns to his own vomit, so a fool repeats his folly. Do you see a man wise in his own eyes? There is more hope for a fool than for him. The lazy man says, there is a lion in the road. A fierce lion is in the streets. As a door turns on its hinges, so does the lazy man on his bed. The lazy man buries his hand in the bowl. It wearies him to bring it back to his mouth. The lazy man is wiser in his own eyes than seven men who can answer sensibly. He who passes by and meddles in a quarrel not his own is like one who takes a dog by the ears. Like a madman who throws firebrands, arrows, and death is the man who deceives his neighbor and says, I was only joking. Where there is no wood, the fire goes out, and where there is no tail-bearer, strife ceases. As charcoal is to burning coals and wood to fire, so is a contentious man to kindle strife. The words of a tale-bearer are like tasty trifles, and they go down into the inmost body. Fervent lips with a wicked heart are like earthenware covered with silver dross, He who hates disguises it with his lips and lays up deceit 
within himself. When he speaks kindly, do not believe him, for there are seven abominations in his heart. Though his hatred is covered by deceit, his wickedness will be revealed before the assembly. Whoever digs a pit will fall into it, and he who rolls a stone will have it roll back on him. A lying tongue hates those who are crushed by it, and a flattering mouth works ruin. Today we're going to take a closer look at three verses, verses 20, 21, and 22. These are words that have to do with the words that we speak and how dangerous and inflammatory they can be. Let's listen to verse 20 through 22. Where there is no wood, the fire goes out, and where there is no tail-bearer, strife ceases. As charcoal is to burning coals and wood to fire, so is a contentious man to kindle strife. The words of a tale-bearer are like tasty trifles, and they go down into the inmost body. Friends, the words that we speak are very, very important, and they can be both positive or negative. Let's take a look at Proverb 18.21. Death and life are in the power of the tongue, and those that love it will eat its fruit. Friends, the words that we speak can either bring forth life, and they can encourage people, or they can bring forth death, and they can depress people. And that's what these three verses are talking about. These three verses are basically talking about gossip. And verse 20 is exactly that. Where there is no wood, the fire goes out. If there is no gossiping going around, if you don't start any, then none is going to start. And it says, as charcoal is as burning coals and wood to fire, so is a contentious man to kindle strife. Friends, we can bring up strife. We can introduce strife. All we have to do is gossip and talk about people behind their back, and a lot of times people are going to jump in like wildfire. A lot of people are really drawn to that and are quick to jump into it, and we need to be careful about that, and we're going to continue our study on James today. And James chapter 3 talks all about that. Now, we're going to be studying chapter 3 all week long, okay? So, um, please tune in. I'm going to start today. We're going to go through verses 1 through 6 today. And then tomorrow is our testimony day. And Wednesday, we will do um, 7 through 12. And Thursday will be 13 through 18, so there are 18 verses in James chapter 3. I'm going to do six verses in each of three different podcasts this week because this, to me, is one of the most important chapters in the Bible. 
I know that's saying a lot, but it's talking about the importance of our words and how our words can bring forth life or death. And actually, in chapter 3, my Bible entitles this the untamable tongue. So let's read chapter 3, verses 1 through 6. My brethren, let not many of you become teachers, knowing that we shall receive a stricter judgment. For we all stumble in many things. If anyone does not stumble in word, he is a perfect man, able also to bridle the whole body. Indeed, we put bits in horses' mouths that they may obey us, and we turn their whole body. Look also at ships, although they are so large and are driven by fierce winds, they are turned by a very small rudder wherever the pilot desires. Even so, the tongue is a little member and boasts great things. See how great a forest a little fire kindles? And the tongue is a fire, a world of iniquity. The tongue is so set among our members that it defiles the whole body and sets on fire the course of nature, and it is set on fire by hell. Friends, I'm going to talk about three things I'd like for you to consider about these six verses. Number one, speak the truth. Now, I happen to be a teacher, and Many of you listening are teachers, or this has to do with any leadership position. So it could be a pastor, um, it could be really even a parent. Um, because let's read verse 1 again. It says, My brethren, let not many of you become teachers, knowing that we shall receive a stricter judgment. And James is very clear here. And what that means is if you are in a position of authority and people are looking up to you and listening to what you have to say, when we get to heaven, you are going to have a stricter judgment assigned to you because people's souls are hanging in the balance. People are looking to you for leadership. People are looking for you and trusting you to give them information that is going to either benefit them or it could potentially harm them. So if you are in a leadership position, take that into account when you begin talking. Because you will be, you will be strictly judged by what you say. And that is very sobering. So my caution to you is if you are in that position, this could even be like in a corporate position, if you are simply, you know, like presenting a lesson or something. 
So anyway, um, it is important that we consider the audience, consider who we're talking to, and consider the words that come out of your mouth, because the words that come out of your mouth have power, and they can bring forth either life or death. The second thing is, it is easy to stumble in the words that we speak. And I know this, I listen to people all the time, and sometimes just people go on and on and on. And a lot of times people speak without thinking. And a lot of times people don't think about what consequences could possibly happen by the words that they are speaking to people. But that is what we need to be careful of, and that is what he's saying here in verse 2. It says, we all stumble in many things. If anyone does not stumble in word, he is a perfect man. Now, when James is speaking here about a perfect man, he's not talking about someone that doesn't make mistakes. The word perfect here means a mature man or woman, someone who is knowledgeable, someone who has obtained a lot of information, a lot of understanding, a lot of wisdom. And many people, you can hear them over and over and over again, very seldom make mistakes and say things that they shouldn't because they are mature. And ordinarily, when I'm talking about this, I'm usually talking about very solid Christians and people who have been Christians for a long amount of time. And over the years, they've developed wisdom. And when you have wisdom, you are careful in the words that you speak and that is what the Bible tells us on a number of occasions in Proverbs. Be careful and be slow to speak. The third thing is we need to tame our tongues. And I like this. It says in verse 6, And the tongue is a fire, a world of iniquity. The tongue is so set among our members that it defiles the whole body and sets on fire the course of nature, and it is set on fire by hell. That is a very descriptive verse of what happens when we open our mouths. And a lot of times, people say things and they often wish they could take back the words that they say. And friends, I know many of you have over the years been burnt by this and wish you hadn't said some things that you have said. I know I have. And you say things and you wish you could take them back, but the thing about it is you can never take back words that you say. So from that point on, the only thing you can do is ask for forgiveness you can confess and say, I was wrong. I never should have said that. But friends, be sober-minded is what Paul tells us. Think before you speak. In Proverbs, Solomon tells us, death and life 
are in the power of the tongue. So before you speak, remember, our words have power, and they can either bring forth life or they can be very harmful. Let's go back to our proverb today, and let's look again at verses 20 through 22. These verses tell us the way we should not be speaking. So let's look again. It says, where there is no wood, the fire goes out. And where there, there is no tail-bearer, strife ceases. A tail-bearer here is someone who spreads news or information that should not be spread. This is either criticizing someone, talking about someone behind their back, and whenever people are doing this, it's ordinarily not in a good way. These people are slandering other people and making them either look bad or defaming them or bringing them down in some way. Look at verse 21. As charcoal is to burning coals and wood to fire, so is a contentious man to kindle strife. Friends, we are not to be contentious. Contentious here means bringing up something that is going to create either a controversy or it's going to create friction among people, and it's something that really we should avoid at all cost. A lot of churches are broken up or have splits in them because of this. And finally, verse 22, the words of a talebearer are like tasty trifles, and they go down into the inmost body. Friends, I'm going to say one thing I'd like for you to consider, and it's this. If you are ever in a position and someone is having a conversation in gossip and they are sharing rumors about somebody, may I just suggest this? Try to put an end to it. If the person is not present and they cannot defend themselves... Because I will say this, there are two sides of every story. And usually there's one side of the story, and then there's the other person's side of the story. And ordinarily, the truth is usually somewhere in between both of them. Ordinarily, the truth is neither one. Because people have their own idea and opinion of what is right and usually it tends to be a little bit slanted, and it tends to be a little bit jaded, but usually it's not thinking about the other person more highly than we ought to think about ourselves, which Paul so frequently reminds us of in his letters. Friends, I will never end a podcast without giving anyone an opportunity to receive Jesus as their Lord and Savior. Friends, if there is anyone listening today and you have never taken that step, I invite you to say a simple prayer after me. Jesus, thank you for coming to earth for me. 
Thank you that you were willing to die on a cross for all of my sins. By doing that, you have forgiven me and put me in right standing with God. I now know that when I leave this earthly body, I will immediately be with Jesus in heaven. Jesus, you set an example of how we are to live our lives on earth. I invite you into my heart. I ask you to lead me and guide me in my life from this day forward in Jesus' name. Friends, if any of you said that prayer, I ask that you send me a quick email at Bill Kelly, K E L L E Y, zero eight zero seven at Proton Mail, M A I L dot com. Now may the Lord bless you and keep you. The Lord make his face shine upon you and be gracious to you. The Lord lift up his countenance upon you and give you peace. Friends, tomorrow is Testimony Day. I will have a special guest on who they will give their testimony. I ask you to come back and you will be blessed as we further explore wisdom today.